Welcome to another Be Your Own Manager podcast, our career podcast for classical musicians. Last week I had the joy to speak to flutist Daniela Maas about the Maas Space Flute project. Today it's about selling, but it's not necessarily about selling itself, but it's about a special kind of selling, mainly reselling. This means reaching out to promoters, presenters, conductors you actually have already worked with. My name is Bernard Karras. I'm the former CEO and artistic director of the Vienna Concert House. I now run a consultancy which is called Haydn 1791, which works with performing arts institutions. And I have the great joy to teach career management for classical musicians and to coach musicians from time to time. If you like that podcast, please share it with others. But without further ado, let's get into it. Over the last couple of weeks, I came across a funny phenomenon when coaching young artists. One of the first questions many of the young artists have for me is, how do I get more concerts? Well, that's something which is on everybody's mind and it should be. So, my answer to that is another question, which is not always making them so happy. But my question is actually saying, how did you get your concerts so far? And they then often tell me that it was often by chance that somebody heard them and invited them. So I said, that's actually great. And my next question is then, do you actually follow up with these people who invited you to concerts? And they look at me and then some say very slowly, yes. Others just are silent. And even if they say yes, I ask them, by the way, do you have their email addresses, their telephone numbers and so on? And at the latest then I get normally a blank star. It is surprising to me that musicians who have actually been engaged and had the first concerts do not keep up with the conductors, with the promoters and the presenters they have worked with so far. And there is a very simple truth in marketing and sales. Selling to the same person again is normally something like 10 times easier than selling to a new person. So you should actually focus your efforts very much on reselling. And probably if you put your time in and efforts to it, at least 50%, if not 70% of your time should be targeted at reselling to contacts where you already performed. And 30 to maximum 50% should be to identify new sales opportunities and new opportunities to perform. But let's stick for today with actually reselling. How do you do that? Well, one of the most important things in any kind of sales is actually building up a relationship and building up trust. That's probably sometimes easier said than done, but it's not that complicated. First of all, if you performed somewhere, subscribe to the newsletter. See what they're up to. Go to their website. 
If they're in the same town as you are or not too far away, go to their concerts once in a while at least. Show your face. Go up to them at a concert and say thank you for a great concert, I really enjoyed that. Building a relationship means knowing what the other people do, what they're up to, what their plans are, and maintaining a relationship, maintaining conversation. That might make it significantly easier for you to reach out to them once in a while and saying, hey, I just actually recorded a new album or just a single track I wanted to share with you. Or I'm working on this new program. What do you think about it? So building up a relationship is like a good conversation. You ask questions about them. You listen. And then once in a while, you can actually share some of your own news, some of your own information with them. And the more you do it, the more actually trust will evolve. And that then helps to build a relationship. And if you have a new program, you know, after having a good relationship, there's no harm in actually saying, hey, I just came up with this new program. I would love to play it for your audiences again. Is there any possibility to do so? The worst thing which can happen is that they say no. But if you don't ask, actually, the answer will be always be no. So do ask at the right time after building up a relationship. And... <clears throat> Building up a relationship means also that you actually have a database where you have the contacts, where you mark down the kind of last news or so you heard from them, but also your last contacts. A relationship is tough to maintain if you are only in touch with them every five years or so. It becomes even tougher if you actually meet a person again who has invited you three years ago at a different place and they just moved on and you meet them and you do and you do not remember them. That can happen once in a while but how much better if you actually do remember if you have the name in your database and you can look it up and say hey you know we actually met three years ago when you were still at that festival. It's so good to see that you changed to that concert house. I would love to know more about your job, about what you're doing, and about your programming there. So it's all about keeping a relationship and really being able to follow up on that. Being able to actually have that in a database so that at any given time you can look into it and say, ah, yeah, that person moved from here to there. And yes, I sent that person an email three weeks ago, three months ago, three years ago, I got that email back from them. I got that statement, that article, that blog post or so from them. So the more you know about people and the more you remember about people, the better your relationship will be. And yes, it's in today's world, it's actually really easily done. There's so many great contact databases out there on the internet or so, which you easily can use. In the Mac world, I use Daylight by Market Circle, which is a great software package. Yes, it costs money, but it's well invested money. We invest for so much more stupid things, our money, that a database is really something good. And a database should enable you to follow up on all the emails, on all the contacts and so on you have. You should have that 
within one click. If I go into my database at any person I've worked with, I see all the emails, I see the emails others wrote to them, I see any kind of meeting notes, I see links to their articles, to their programs, and, 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 and. So it takes me kind of three to five minutes to really be up to speed again with that person. And yes, before I write any email to anybody, I look them up and see if they are actually in the database. So to see saying, hey, you know, that's somebody I really need to see. Well, so think about that. And when you do your one to two hours every day on business, first of all, do, don't spend too much time on social media, please. Yeah, really focus on selling and spend at least 50% of your time on reselling. Have a database of people you've uh, worked with, reach out to them, let them know what you're up to, but also make sure that you are aware of what they are doing. There are a few more news I would like to make you aware of. The Twiolins, that's the siblings playing violin duo from Germany, have, I think for the fourth or fifth time, announced the Progressive Classical Music Award. They are looking for short compositions of something like five minutes or so, which are freer, fancier, probably even funnier, lighter, and so on, for their programs. And actually, it is very well paid. They have a fantastic sum of money to give away to composers. You can find more on their website and on Facebook and so on. That's the Progressive Classical Music Award. And next week, I hope to have a statement by Marie-Louise Dingler about it. Secondly, you might have heard that we started a second podcast, which is called Haydn 1791. Yes, that's Haydn like in Joseph Haydn. 1791 is the year Joseph Haydn actually went to London for the first time and perform privately organized, and actually commercially organized concerts with a Mr. Salomon, who also was a German violinist actually. The podcast Haydn 1791 is significantly more targeted towards anyone who is organizing concerts. And we speak about ticket pricing, about social media. Actually, this week's podcast was very much about how to use social media in concerts and many more ideas. So if you are also interested in organizing it, go to the Haydn 1791 podcast. Also, just a quick reminder. Bettina Mene and I, myself, we wrote a book called Be Your Own Manager. It is a book, a really good, I hope, career handbook for classical musicians, addressing many questions from sales to marketing to your portfolio career to how your website should look like and, 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 and. You find it on Amazon. You also find it on healthstage.com. There's a store where you can actually buy it. I hope you find it useful. Last but not least, if you like that podcast and if you appreciate what we are doing, first of all, please reach out to us. Let us know what you think. Let us know any questions you might have and come back to us. But also do share it because I think spreading the word helps us and therefore helps you. Thank you. 
Thanks so much for listening. I hope that was useful for you and I hope it gave you your weekly dose of career management thinking. If you like that podcast, again, do share it. And also, please, please, please reach out to us. You find a contact form on hellostage.com. You also find contact forms on my own webpage or the Haydn 1791 webpage. If you have any questions or ideas or if you have to share something on that podcast, please do reach out to me. It's always a big pleasure talking to you. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Bernhard Karras and I hope to have you back next week. Thank you.